0: Hello, bold goal crushers. I am super excited for my guest today. I think you are going to learn so many great things from my guest. Krista teaches moms how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. And her goal is to have you have enough stuff, but not so much stuff that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So today we're going to talk all things about her business, how she got into this business and how you can declutter and crush your goals at the same time. Krista, I'm so excited to have you on the show.
1: Thank you. I'm excited to be here. And uh, yeah, my main business is helping moms declutter their homes. So I love when I get to talk about kind of the strategy behind it and marketing and how I've, how I've built it, basically. So thank you for having me.
0: Yeah. And we talk all things crushing goals and everything that gets in the way. And a lot of times it's stuff and all the things you're managing in your life. So I think it really fits along with crushing goals. But first, I want to start off and talk about your goals. How did you get into your business? How did you start doing what you love today?
1: Yeah. So I'll give kind of the short version of it. But in 2013, my husband, and I had three kids and we were born and raised in Alaska and we decided kind of overnight that we wanted to move to Florida. And so we did. And my life up until that point was very busy, very frantic, very chaotic. I assumed that's just what it was like because we had kids and we're entrepreneurs. And that's part of it. But we moved from Alaska to Florida with only one suitcase each. So my kids had wow. a suitcase of toys, yeah, a suitcase of clothes, and we started over because We were broke and young parents, and it was actually more affordable to just rent a house that was furnished and and kind of rebuild that way. And it was one of the best things that ever happened for me because I broke free from all of that clutter and messes in my house that I had no idea were really bogging Mm. me down and came into it by accident. I know a lot of people, uh, especially these days, you know, it's like a a thing that people are talking about more and they want to do it on purpose. Um, and so I think I had a little bit of an advantage in that I was naive. I didn't know what I was doing, but we got to Florida and life got really easy. I thought it's because we went Alaska, cold, dark, and miserable to Florida and the beach. But it took about four years until I got pregnant again and was a part of a due date group on Facebook, which is just a bunch of people who are pregnant at the same time, have their babies at the same time. Oh,
0: I've never <laughs> okay. heard of such a thing. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's really great for communities. We all have one thing in common. We're about to have a baby and we had our babies. And then afterward, everyone in the group was like, is anybody else feeling overwhelmed, like in their homes with the messes and the laundry and the dishes and the toys everywhere all the time. And so of course the majority of people are like, yes, like my house is overwhelming. There's so much stuff. And we decided to do this thing called house tours. Where we would go live inside of our group and show each other our houses. And when it got to be my turn, all of my friends were like, wait a second. Like, how do you have a baby and three other kids and your house? It looks pretty clean. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. how are you doing this? And by being able to watch their videos, you know, just objectively and compare it to my life, then I was able mm-hmm. to see like, I used to be this way. Like, I used to be constantly spending my nights and weekends, just trying to catch up on housework, trying to find some kind of cleaning system, trying to <laughs> create some kind of chore chart yeah. to get my family to help me. And I was never able to do it until I I had less stuff. And so I was able to kind of piece together what had happened, like what, why my life got easier and just ask them, like, do you want me to show you how to do that? Like, I don't have any secrets. I'm not like cleaning all the time and I'm not yeah. nagging my family like I used to. And they were like, yes, please do that. And that's how I got into mother, how I started motherhood simplified is what it's called. Um, where I, I just show moms how to declutter their homes and find the balance of having enough stuff to meet their needs and their wants, because nobody mm-hmm. wants to have just a suitcase of stuff yeah. <laughs> um, without it being overwhelming to them. And yeah. that's, that's the business I have now.
0: Yeah. I love it. And I think so many times when we set goals or we get into business or do things, we think we need to be the expert and know everything and have it all figured out. And I just love that yours came from maybe by accident, but a shared experience. They just wanted help and advice. And who do you go to when you want help and advice? It's your friends. And they had become your friends. And so they were very receptive to that. And then now you have a full blown business out of. Just a simple act of helpfulness,
1: yeah, and i I've always been an entrepreneur, and so, for the four years after leaving Alaska, I was trying to find you know what I wanted to do. I tried a lot of different things. Um, and so i I did have a feeling though, like when i when my friends started asking me like, "Yes, please show us how to do this of mm-hmm. knowing that I wanted to turn it into a business, but that I also wanted to do it in a way that felt good to me. and so mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I had like three blogs (laughs) before that, that I had tried unsuccessfully and had a good, um, amount of time and experience to be like, okay, I can see the potential here Mm -hmm. feels good to me. And I, and I could see a vision for how to monetize it, um, and create a community around it, which I think is one of the reasons I've been able to do it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I think one of the things that you shared earlier with me before we started recording was that you really took a look at what you wanted your life to be and you created your business around that. You knew you didn't want to be working nine to five or beyond that or tied down and working all the time. So tell me a little bit about how you went and structured your business so that you were true to yourself and your values.
1: Yeah. So this this is one of my favorite things to talk about just because I I feel so strongly that I figured out a way to to do it in a way that feels feels right to me, which I think is so key for business. Mm-hmm. Do it in whatever way feels right to you. Um so we were in that due date group and that was my first experience of like an online community that felt really good. We all felt mm-hmm. safe. We all knew the boundaries of like how we would treat each other <laughs> in mm-hmm. general. Um you know, we agreed that we wouldn't judge each other based on parenting choices, which in the parenting and pregnancy community is a big deal.
0: Mm-hmm. Um
1: and then what I noticed from that is that that, incur- that made people comfortable sharing mm-hmm. and asking for help and people giving feedback. And I wanted to recreate that experience in Motherhood Simplified. And so I, I decided to create a separate space away from the pregnancy because you know they're, they're different. But I established these ground rules of like, we have, we have a common goal. And the common mm-hmm. goal here is to declutter our homes. And if you're going to be here with us, we have, you know, an agreed, we have some ground rules that we agree to in the way that mm-hmm. we treat each other in the way that we communicate with each other. Um, just kind of basic decency and respect for people, especially our homes can be a sensitive subject. We feel, yeah we make our homes feel, you know, like they, they make us feel certain ways about ourselves um, and establishing that and then showing them ways to engage in the group. Like if you want feedback on a space, you know, take a photo and say, you know, does anybody have feedback on this? Um, or if you're just having a bad day and you're really annoyed by your messes and you want to share with us, let people know that. I don't want any advice at all. Please just let me vent about this. Yeah. And then it creates a really great tone in the group. And my my hope and my intention for that was that people would share honestly and openly. And I could use that as market research (laughs) to create content for them. And that's what I did. It took, I mean, within that first month, because we already had known each other, people Mm -hmm. shared pretty openly. Um, And I was able to watch their posts, watch their comments, the way that, you know, the things that came up for them and create kind of a bank of resources that I turned into blogs that they could refer to. Like If you struggle with holding on things because you worry, like, what if I need it? or Mm -hmm. I'm keeping this stuff just in case I need it or I'm keeping this stuff because I don't want to be wasteful or I'm keeping this stuff because my spouse is not on board with decluttering and now I feel like I can't get rid of anything um I use that community as a as a space for them but then also data for me to create kind of build this momentum in what I created starting with the blogs and then I moved into creating Little mini decluttering challenges, which then turned into courses. Um, and that's where I'm at now because I just didn't have, I didn't feel like I had the time or the energy to do any big, like one on one work. I didn't think it was the right fit, like to help people declutter virtually. I know yeah. some people do that. It's just not a skill set that I have. I didn't have the time for it either because I have five kids at home. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, I wanted. To build a business that i could feel good about i could actually help people with but you know do it within the cracks of my day as a mom which as you can see i'm sitting on the floor with beanbags around me because that's my life
0: <laughs> yeah and i think that is something that a lot of people are experiencing i know many times we see all the instagram posts and the TikToks and everything and they're in full makeup and their house is perfect, but that's not real life. And so I just love that you were able to create this business where you were helping others, especially doing something that you did for yourself. And then you were able to create digital courses out of it and a community where there's, they're able to give and receive feedback. That's very unique. Many times I'm in Facebook groups and I'm like, oh, I can't believe she posted that and then like 2 minutes later i'm like yep that's why because oh here come the not nice comments and you just created this beautiful safe space which i think is unique and so needed because a lot of us just want to do better and change our lives and have some some positive relationships and feedback so i love that you were able to do it in a social space in a positive way
1: yeah and i feel like that's one piece of my work that I don't really ever talk about, but for a lot of people Mm -hmm. and, and they've said this to me, the community is one of the first places they felt seen and valued and respected as a mother. Mm -hmm. And while we're just talking about decluttering, one of the things I've realized is that I really want people to know what that feels like Mm -hmm. and experience that, because then I think they can take that and apply it into their everyday lives, like not online and Mm -hmm. start to change the way that they interact with people and change the types of circles that they're in, in their real life. And so, yeah, we're talking about decluttering, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but it's also like way more to me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So if somebody was feeling the way that you described where they just are overwhelmed with their house, they're nagging their kids, their spouse, and they wanted to get control, where would you suggest they start?
1: So. Generally, there's like there's two kinds of people. Mm -hmm. And because I know the name of your podcast, I'm assuming that you might have more of the second type (laughs) Mm that I don't see I don't see a lot of. I see it sometimes. But you can either start with the simplest thing to just get you started, or you can start with the thing that's most overwhelming to you. So the simplest spaces I think to start with are something like a spice cabinet or a laundry room cabinet or under your bathroom or kitchen sink, because those spaces Mm -hmm. generally They don't have like sentimental items in there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're pretty quick to do, usually at least some trash or duplicates or expired things that you can just get rid of. And since decluttering is just a skill, you're getting practice. You're Mm -hmm. you're seeing that it's really not that difficult. It's not that scary. It's totally doable. You got it done. It feels great. And you can carry that momentum onto other areas of your home. Um now if you're the other type. Which Mm -hmm. would be starting with something that's the most impact that will have the most impact on your days. That would be jumping into something like maybe your laundry in your closet, which is a bigger Mm -hmm. task. Um, So it just depends. Like, do you want to jump into that? Do um. There's no right or wrong answer. Um. But I think for for moms specifically, which is who I support the most often, they're already so overwhelmed that jumping into something big like laundry or, you know, Mm -hmm. the garage feels like too much. And I don't ever want people to like say, I want to declutter and then instantly be overwhelmed by that decluttering. It's totally okay to start small.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I did uh, my mom's spice rack uh, the other day and I was so surprised she had duplicates of things and she's like, oh, I never use that spice. And then of course, like you said, a lot of expired spices and we were able to get it down from two spice racks two places to one. And it was simple, easy, but yet so gratifying because, you know, she was always searching for things. And as she mentioned, you know, that one that was expired that you threw away, I have this other one here and I just used this the other day. I could have used that one up first, but she, she just didn't have the spatial awareness to realize all the stuff that she had. So, so gratifying. And So you have a digital course. Yeah. Uh, So you have a digital course. If somebody really wanted to jump in and say, this is one of my bold goals for the year. Is that something you would suggest that maybe they jump into your community and then course?
1: Oh, totally. Totally. Because what I, what I experienced and what I see other people experiencing is that they want to do all these things, right? They Mm -hmm. want, they have big goals, especially big business goals, or maybe it's financial mental and emotional health Mm -hmm. goals, relationship goals, and they want to do those things. And it feels like an uphill battle a lot of times for various reasons. And we then, and then we get down on ourselves and we're like, why can't I do this? Like I'm trying so hard. And one thing that I keep seeing that it happened for me and it happens for these moms over and over again, is that they declutter their homes and they have increased time, energy and space to actually Mm -hmm. work on those goals. Like- those messes that we're looking at all of the time, they overload our senses because we are sensorial beings, mm-hmm. overstimulating, overwhelming. It's like mm-hmm. these mental to-do lists that run in our head, taking up our creative yeah. energy, our mental bandwidth. Um, So, I mean, and I've seen it time and time again. It's moms declutter their homes and then they they get on a budget and pay off their debt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they. Like your mom in the spice cabinet, I don't know if she's experienced this or or if she will, but a lot of times people will declutter their kitchens and then all of a sudden they enjoy cooking.
0: Mm-hmm. And so they yeah. start eating
1: at home more um, or, or eating better or, you know, they don't have to spend their weekends catching up. And so they can go to the park with their kids or they can go hiking or yeah. they can work out consistently.
0: Yeah. And they don't spend as much time looking for stuff. You know, I think yes. that's that's the one thing is when you're constantly looking for stuff. But I, I really like this point about cluttering up your mind. Um, you know, there's an old I have a master's degree in psychology, so I'm always going to models. But, you know, the Maslow's hierarchy of needs and they talk about basic needs in your housing and then being able to move up into a higher level thinking. And it's really about food and security at the beginning, but I think it does apply to this because if you're constantly looking for stuff or not knowing where something is or worried about your home being overwhelming, it's hard to get that off your mind. And many times I find when the audience that I talk to, they're like, yeah, well, I, you know, I had one client, she had this really big task that she needed to do and it was difficult and i would ask her every week what did you do and every week i noticed that she told me that she cleaned her oven like deep cleaned her oven and and finally i was like do you do a lot of baking or cooking she's like oh no i eat out almost every night <laughs> I was like, what is going on here? And she was doing that because that made her feel productive, but she didn't have control of her home or anything like that. And she was avoiding that really difficult task by creating more work for herself so that she still felt productive. And then she could say, well, I was too busy this week. And I think a lot of times that happens where when we're overwhelmed, we just do things that maybe are not the most logical or productive or um get us out of the overwhelm but we're just doing things to be busy because we want to feel like we have accomplished something through the day and i know i've done that too where oh i'll clean my room instead of sending this email to this person because mm-hmm. i'm avoiding that
1: yes i call them procrastination tasks <laughs> yes
0: yes i love that procrastination uh, tasks
1: and one interesting thing that I that I experienced, and these people who I've helped declutter say they experience as well, is that we get so used to being busy in that way mm-hmm. uh, that when we're not, we <laughs> we kind of freak out because we're like, I feel like I should be doing something. Yeah, I feel like there's something to be done, and mm-hmm. so then we, we will find more ways to distract ourselves. But I think, especially as business owners, sitting in sitting in that discomfort a little bit, discomfort with the stillness, like that's where our creative yeah. energy comes from. That's where we find the inner strength to do the hard things that we really have to do that aren't fun. They're not fun. They're often very difficult and complicated, <laughs> um, but we still have to do them. I think it's that's one of the ways that you can make that easier for yourself. Yeah. Is, yeah getting rid of that busy work. <laughs>
0: Yeah, exactly. I love it. All right. So if somebody was like, "Oh my gosh, I need to get going on this and start getting control of my life." How could they find you and how could they work with you and then what could they expect?
1: Yeah. So, um my site has everything. It's got the free guide that you can get that can get you started. It gives you a little checklist that you can start with um the essential components that you need for a decluttering plan, a little just in case workshop mm-hmm. for those of us who are resistant to letting things go, um, as well as a few other things that I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, but there's there's blogs, there's podcast episodes, there's the courses, there's access to the community. Um, everything you need is is right there for you to get started, mm. however you feel it's right for you.
0: Yeah, I love it. And I love this business that you've created and how you were able to take it along a journey of something that you were really good at and what you accidentally became good at, and then you shared with others. And now it's a full-blown business for you. And I'm sure when you first started, it wasn't like, this is my goal and I'm going to get here. You figured it out along the way. And that's one of the things we talk a lot about on the podcast is you don't need to know the whole picture in order to be successful.
1: Oh yeah. It's a lot of trial and error. So much trial and error so much patience and diligence and persistence mixed with probably a little bit of like wondering if I'm even sane for trying to do (laughs) to do these things but it's worth it (laughs) yeah I love it
0: okay all right bold goal crushers just know that you can crush all your goals and everything that gets in the way even if it's clutter in your house so set out to do that today so you don't have to work double time Thank you for tuning in to the Bold Goal Crusher podcast, where we crush goals and everything that gets in the way. I always love to support my community. So feel free to text the word GOAL to 480-530-5368. Again, 480-530-5368 and the word GOAL. And then tell me all about your goals and dreams. Thanks for tuning in. I look forward to seeing you crush your goals this year.